Hi, everybody. Dick Vitale. Hey, make sure you listen, man, to Lockdown Blue Devils with J.J. Jackson. He's awesome, baby. You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome into another episode of the Lockdown Blue Devils podcast. My name is J.J. Jackson, proud to be serving as your host for this fine program. Lockdown Blue Devils is a daily podcast devoted to everything going on in the life of Duke Athletics. You can follow us on whatever podcast platform you so choose. I just ask, if it's on the Apple Podcast platform, that you take a moment to leave us a five-star rating and written review Your support means the absolute world. You can also watch the show daily, each and every day, on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel as we continue to climb towards 1,000 subscribers. That's our next big goal here on Lockdown Blue Devils, and can't wait to celebrate that milestone with you all. On today's show, really excited to have my good pal Dustin Chu from the Devils Did Podcast here with us to talk about the state of Duke men's basketball ahead of Saturday's game in Atlanta taking on Georgia Tech. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils, and I'm on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. And without further ado, I now bring on my friend Dustin Shu once again from the Devil's Den podcast. Dustin, certainly do appreciate the time. How are things for you in your world? Everything's good other than all this rain, JJ. <laughs> it's been a rainy week here in the yeah, Hoop State this week. A- if your you know job involves traveling, um, right? Not very not fun. ideal. Yeah. Not ideal. That's for sure. Uh, well, look, and it's you could call it rainy a little bit. Uh, miserable mi- conditions regarding Cloudy. the Duke men's basketball. Cloudy right Cloudy. now. Thank you. That's the good word. Cloudy for this Duke men's basketball program. What have you made of the week so far? Uh, you know, Blacksburg's always Blacksburg. So you said um, it last week. Yeah, so it's always tough. I think that's now, what, five of our last six that we've lost there. Um, But a a chance to bounce back and get things right uh, down in Atlanta this weekend. As Duke will get set to take on Georgia Tech, again, a three-point loss for the Blue Devils on Monday night against Virginia Tech. And at the time of this recording, we're still waiting for official word uh, in regards to Dariq Whitehead's status ahead of Saturday's game and then going forward into the future as well. Uh, Dustin Whitehead has been a player who really started to come into his own. And anytime you watch an injury like that take place, you worry about how serious it is. And and, and injuries just suck, man. They really do. Yeah, the old uh, Duke foot injury. the first time that's ever happened, I think. Um, So, uh, you know, it seems like we get a foot injury every year, every other year, twice a year. Um, You know, I think Tatum and Bolden both had theirs at the same time. Uh, Kyrie's foot almost fell off for two months. So, um, Derek, you know, when I saw him go down, it, it looked really bad. I think the reports coming out is it's probably not as bad as we initially thought. Um, still wouldn't expect to see him for a couple of weeks at, at, at least. Um, but just hopeful that he's going to be able to play again. You know, sometimes those, those things can take it all away. Uh, doesn't take a lot. So just thankful that he's going to be okay and back in the uniform. I don't know the answer to this, and I'm going to get to know you a little bit better after this, Dustin. And so this might not be speaking to you whatsoever, but I know there are some listeners out there that are going to know exactly what I'm talking about. But, Dustin, your sports gaming in your life, PlayStation, Xbox, whatever it may be, are you someone that when you're setting up a franchise mode, a career, playing the game whatsoever, do you like to turn injuries off? Is that something that uh, you tend to like to do? Um 
Because people wish you could do that with Duke basketball. Man. Well, I mean, <laughs> there was a button for it for yeah. sure. Uh, in in the games, I don't. You know, it's been a while since I've played. Same. A lot of of lot of same. Two fans I was always too stubborn and wanted it to be as realistic as possible, and was like, "Well, that just wouldn't happen in real life that you could turn off." Yeah, you know, I saw it on Twitter. And, uh, somebody was playing, and um, Anthony Davis, you know, broke his ankle. On the, <laughs> Imagine that. Yes, show. Yeah. It is pretty realistic after yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let us know in the comments. Do you turn injuries off when you're gaming? Uh, because I, I know that that's that something that a lot of people want to do. Did, I don't think it was even an option to do. Like Fair. Yeah, March Madness games. You, know. you could, wouldn't be able to do something like yeah. that. Yeah. And games continue to get better by the year, I guess. It's insane yeah. what all you could do there. So, yeah, I would love to hear from folks on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils and on the YouTube comments. Do you turn injuries off when you're playing a video game? Um, so we take a look at the Duke basketball team and Derek Whitehead's injury in particular. As you said, rumblings out there that it's not going to be as serious, might miss a couple of weeks here and there. That's a good thing for Duke to know that there is still the chance he could come back and play again this season. Oh, yeah, very much. I mean, I'm – I wouldn't say that the, everything depends on him because we've played without him, but it's nice to have that piece for sure. Yeah. Like I said, he was coming into his own. He's been one of our better three-point shooters, um, really has that that kind of mid-range game too. Um, hasn't really been attacking the rim like I thought he might uh, coming out of high school. But, um, yeah, it's just – and plus what, what he allows us to do defensively, switching everything – um, just being that guy that we can play a smaller lineup, it's it's going to be tough without him. Though. It's funny you mentioned the three point shooting for Whitehead, and he did uh, you know ten points against Virginia Tech, two for two from three point range. Also had a long jump shot where his foot was on the line, and I swear that's happened a couple of times with Whitehead already. Where it's Worst like in basketball, but, and and Whitehead's guilty of it from yeah. time to time, and it's yeah. like my brother, you are incredible yeah. at these shots. Just take little step back, just a little bit. To get those toes behind the line and, and make it and Roach both, uh, both did the Roach same thing. is guilty of that. Yes, he absolutely. Did it in the Virginia Tech game back to back with you're right. Seven to nine minutes left in the first half. Roach did his little step back, but had yep. one foot inside and one foot behind. And and then Derek, of course, you know, did the same thing, just stepping into it and stepping over. But long twos are the worst. It's, oh man, it's, yeah. I'd rather that not be a shot at all. Yeah. Uh, no, that's, that's awesome. So we'll see what it looks like for Whitehead moving forward and how that uh, kind of shifts things for Duke men's basketball uh, rotation-wise. I do want to talk about that because I do think that's a big conversation to have. What could change? And we'll do that after our first time out here on today's episode of Lockdown Blue Devils. Lockdown Blue Devils is brought to you by our very good friends over at FanDuel. The NFL playoffs are here, and we're so excited about this new sports betting partner that we've got with Lockdown because they're the number one sports book in America. I'm not telling you anything you don't know already. FanDuel is that amazing. If you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. New customers can join today to get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed. When you place your first $5 bet, just sign up at FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, again, all of your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props and so much more. Big games coming up this weekend. Conference championship weekend set to be had on Sunday. The Eagles, about a field goal favorite over the San Francisco 49ers. Right now, Kansas City and Cincinnati, a straight-up pick em to see who will represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. All of that and more at FanDuel, a proud presenting sponsor of Locked On Blue Devils. 
Welcome back into today's program. J.J. Jackson alongside my pal Dustin Shu. Let me hold up and, and go right there for a second. Who's making it to the Super Bowl on Sunday, Dustin? I know you'll be watching the games. We got some good ones coming up. Can't I don't know. I'm glad that right now we've got KC Cincinnati as a pick 'em because that game really is. I have no who gets the ball last, maybe between Burrow and Mahomes is gonna decide who wins it. What are you thinking? Yeah, I mean that's you know, that wasn't that the game last year that they yeah. played last year. So um might be a, a repeat of the last Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, you know, once, like I said, as a Panthers fan, um, once they go out, I'm just kind of tuned out of football. You know, I'll, I'll watch the Super Bowl, but no rooting interest. And, in, you know, I was I was hoping Danny Dimes was going to do something. There you go. Year. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Should be fun on Sunday. That's for sure. A few weeks away from the Super Bowl now at this point. All right. So Duke basketball gets set for a game on Saturday in Atlanta, taking on Georgia Tech. No Derek Whitehead likely for the Blue Devils. He'd been starting recently. Of course, Jeremy Roach is coming back his second game after missing three games uh, with that toe injury once again. What does that starting five look like then? Because you've got Roach and Proctor at that ball handling spot. Likely one of them could replace Derek Whitehead, who had been starting as of late. What is that starting five going to look like, if you had to guess? Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, Roach came off the bench the last two games, so I think yeah. he's just going to flip right back flip in the back lineup. In. Yeah, so Roach, Proctor, Mitchell, uh, Flip, and and Young would be my guess. Yeah, um, I think that's fine. That's a good that's a good starting five. Um, yeah, I, you know, Young. There's there's people that love his game, people that hate his game. I think the guy hustles. He gives it his all. Um, does he, does he have his limitations? Sure, uh, but. You know, there's there's been a lot of balls, loose balls, 50-50 balls that he's been on the ground for, and I give him his props for that. So give him his minutes. You know, what is the biggest thing you're reading and hearing about Derek Lively over the last few games? It feels to me like things are obviously getting better. The the counting stats are not impressive really whatsoever, uh, but uh, picking up big highlight dunks every now and again, and does feel like Lively's getting more comfortable out there. I, I think 100%. You know, okay, starting to, to the game starting I'm to slow down. I'm glad I'm not too crazy then. No, no, no the Virginia Tech game, you know, I, I know he caught one alley from Roach. He caught one from Proctor. There was one play late um, that we set a pick and roll for him. Roach hit him in the middle. And he immediately gave it to Flip, who was cutting down the baseline. And Flip could have dunked it, got fouled, missed uh, missed the layup, but hit both his free throws. Right. So, you know, Lively's he's coming into his own. He's not going to set the world on fire in the next couple of games, but you know, slowly progressing. That that's all you can ask for. Big men typically take longer to you know to to develop in in college basketball for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right about that. Um, it's good to see him getting more comfortable. Uh, again, this past week, we saw another epic performance from Filipowski. 29 points, 10 rebounds, four straight double-doubles. Uh, I, I put out on Twitter, again, at underscore JJ, underscore Jackson, underscore, the shooting splits from three-point range, his first 10 games compared to the last 10 that he's played. He's fallen off a bit, and it would be way worse if it weren't for a four of eight performance from three point range against Virginia tech, that was great to see. Oh, hundred percent. Uh, that Virginia tech game. Um, that's one of the best performances individually. I've seen Th- that kid was doing it a little bit from everywhere. He was hitting three, four for eight from three. Uh, he had a Euro step in trans. I mean, a seven footer Euro step in, on a fast break. He had a Carmelo back down shake turn right over mutts. Um, he just did a little bit of everything. So, I thought he really showed off for whatever NBA scouts where they were probably salivating watching this kid. Um, 
I'd love to have him back for a sophomore year, but wouldn't hold it against him if he went and cashed that lottery ticket either. So first 10 games, 13 of 36 from three-point range for Filipowski. That is 36.1%. The last 10, 8 of 37, 21.6%. So a 15% drop-off. Um, eight makes the last 10 games and four of them, four of them came against game. Virginia yep. Tech. Exactly. Yeah, that's – you know, there's the freshman wall, you know, um, where where you just kind of get tired. And you saw uh, in that Virginia Tech game, I mean, Flip was gassed for a lot of that second <laughs> half. I mean, um, so that affects your shots. Uh, you know, you don't get as much lift on it, especially your three-point shots. Hopefully that uh, is – the four of eight is a sign of – more to come, you know. Sure. Yeah, I'd love that. Um, the next player to get that shot going from the outside is is going to be Tyrese Proctor um, to see those percentages go up, right? Yeah, I mean, can't go much further down, right? True. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, glass half full guy these days. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, I, I think Tyrese shows that he can shoot it. You know, like you said, I'd love to see it come up, get a little bit more consistent. Um, you know, the he hit a big one with about 40 seconds left to tie the game. Um, which made me kind of, to be honest with you, cringe when he took the last one because because of his odds, uh, you make your last one 24% probably mm-hmm. due for three misses now. So, um, But you got to take that shot in that situation uh, flip. I think He's right. Play, it was a good look. It was a good look. It was a clean look. I think the play, watching it again, it was for flip. Ryan was going to come up and set him a screen. Uh, but once flip turned and had Padula on his back, I mean, progress right wide open right there. So, Wide open shots are good shots. Uh, put it up on the rim and, you know, just didn't go in. Yeah, it's tough to see. And uh, we'll see if Duke can kind of bounce back from the loss against Virginia Tech. Going to Atlanta to take on Georgia Tech this upcoming Saturday. Uh, nine total makes from three-point range for the Duke basketball team. And, again, not many of them coming from Jacob Grandison, who transfers in from Illinois, and that's kind of what people were expecting. Also, not many attempts coming from him either when he's been out there. Yeah, I remember he took one in the corner. Uh, that's probably the only one I can. It's the only shot he had. Yeah, took the one in the corner. It was, it was a quick shot. It was tough. Um, you know, I like him shooting in the corner, so I, I didn't mind that shot at all. But yeah, he's got to. You know, if you're going to be out there, I, I need you to to give us something on offense too. And not saying that he needs to just you know chunk up threes, but um, I'd like to see him shooting more for sure. You're the photographic memory basketball fan that everyone wishes they could be, Dustin. Because I'm just saying names out there, and you're remembering who was guarding them and and where they the looks were coming. Like this is amazing. I, I really appreciate it. I mean, that's um, one of the reasons I love. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know, right? No, I tend to be that way from time to time as well. I'm just hoping we can get more Jacob Grandison makes in our life. Uh, so. I'll, and maybe I'll, get Jaden Shoot out there, my friend. That's that's what I'd love to see at this point. You know, I think Georgia Tech might be his time. Hopefully, you know, there should be a little bit of separation in there. Don't knock on wood. You know, we we probably should have had that at BC, and uh, you know, we needed Flip to bail us out with free throws down the stretch to win that game. So, uh, the at Georgia Tech game, the game against Louisville, I think Jaden should see some minutes. Hopefully, he's just ready to play whichever uh, whenever he gets his name called. Let's leave folks with this, this thought as we get ready to go into our final timeout here on the program today. Duke is getting set to take on Georgia Tech on Saturday in Atlanta at McCamish Pavilion. Georgia Tech is 8-12 and 12 overall on the season. They are 1-9 and nine 
in ACC play so far this year. The ESPN matchup predictor with their basketball analytics staff give the Blue Devils an 81.3% chance to win the basketball game. We will see if that holds true come Saturday when the Duke Blue Devils take the hardwood. Locked on Blue Devils here today. Thanks so much for listening to us each and every day. As soon as our show is over, make sure you go check out our brand new podcast. It's Locked on College Basketball. I was on the show earlier this week. Big thanks to Isaac Shade and Andy Patton for giving me the invite to talk a little bit more about our Duke Blue Devils. It's everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. Plus, you can hear from big-name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. Locked on College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Final few moments here on today's episode of Locked on Blue Devils. J.J. Jackson alongside my pal Dustin Shu, a co-host for the Devils Den Podcast. Dustin, tell me a little bit about your podcast. You guys will have an episode coming out prior to that Georgia Tech game. If folks aren't aware of what you guys do, you sit around, you talk Duke basketball. It's amazing. Listen, tell me a little bit about the guys you do the show with. Yeah, Josh and Roll, those are two guys that uh, honestly I met through the internet um, on a a Duke Facebook page 15 (laughs) years ago. Um, And those guys just were as passionate about it as I was. Love to really kind of get into it. Uh, dig a little deeper below below the surface so um, yeah we just we do you know chats twice a week at least and throw it out on wherever you get your podcast love it make sure you check it out after this so Duke is 14 and 6 right now they lose to Virginia Tech you mentioned we're so dialed in um, to, to message boards to Facebook groups to Twitter comments to all the places we shouldn't be right I'm curious though for those that quite honestly, might be a little wiser than you and I both. If they've been missing the internet discourse that's been taking place right now about the state of Duke basketball, about John Shire as the head coach, just about everything, what is a summation right now, would you say, of the Duke basketball fan on the internet? Uh, You know, I guess it depends on the demographic. My age uh, and older seem to be kind of, this is what we probably thought was going to happen, and there's younger guys that – never experienced a down basketball season. So they think we're supposed to be national champions from the gate. Um, you know, I had, had a lot of people saying Virginia Tech was a bad loss. It was a Q1 loss. It was a loss <laughs> that Vegas predicted us to lose. Ken Palm predicted us to lose. So, yeah, they were one and eight or whatever, missed, lost their last seven. Um, but those were all close games. And Virginia Tech's always tough to play in Blacksburg. So it wasn't uh, the end of the world to lose there. Um, I think we've got 11 games left in the ACC. Six of them are at home, five are on the road. and We just need to take care of home and still one or two on the road, and I think we'll be in a good spot. What's the biggest complaint you hear or see right now about John Shire, the coach? The Jaden shoot stuff has has really picked it's up. It's up a there, lot. yeah. It's, it's picking up a lot, mainly, and I get it. You know, um, we're like, we like shooting a lot of times. We have these offensive droughts, um, but – you know, I'm one of those people that not to say you can't question the coach, but I'm not there in practice every day. And that's John's job. It's his livelihood depends on him winning basketball games. So if he had some secret formula and he was just choosing not to use it for <laughs> whatever reason, that's not very smart of him. And I think he's a pretty smart guy. Uh, looking at the future of Duke basketball, because, again, we don't anticipate uh, a coaching change being had. John Shire will be the Duke basketball coach next season. Yeah. Uh, that is all but certain at this point. Three McDonald's All-Americans are named for next year's basketball team for Duke. Yeah, uh, three well-deserved. I thought we got one snub. Um, you know, Caleb Foster, obviously, 
um, had had been the part for his four years. So uh, I don't think TJ Powers was uh, qualified for it. I think the same kind of thing would flip. He's a fifth year uh, guy. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to to seeing what those guys bring when they get in Durham. I, I think they're going to bring a lot to us. Jared McCain, Mackenzie Mbako, Sean Stewart, the three players uh, that were named to the McDonald's All-American team. And, and, and yeah, I think those three guys in particular are going to be fun to watch in the years to come for Duke Hoops. So yeah, McCain. Might McCain, only be around for one year, but hey. I think, there's, I think there's a couple of them they're expecting to have for, sure. for a little bit. I think it's reflected in what we're not really recruiting a lot of guys in 24. So I think John's right. you know, thinking, hey, this guy, this guy, there's going to be a couple guys – coming back and that's good for us. I want to get older too, you know, uh, with the transfer portal, you, you got to have, you know, some vets on the team at least. Cause you know, the 24 class has been a little bit uh, smaller in nature so far. So that is a fair point to look at. Yeah, I think he's, I think he's concocted in a nice little plan. <laughs> Don't doubt John Shire is what Hopefully we're trying to tell the, internet. the Boozer twins. And Cooper Flag. <laughs> yeah, started the following year. Yes. 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 Keep it going. Yeah, I love that. that. I love that. Uh, you think Duke gets it done on Saturday against Georgia Tech? Oh man, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> if not, three p.m. Eastern start. You think they yeah. can do it? Yeah, three p.m. That's uh, that's all right for me. I, I don't mind that. That's um, that kind of mid. I don't like that noon game. Right. Yeah. That noon game has me it's all, too early for everybody. Blood, yeah, too right. early for too long. So. Uh, 3 p.m. I'll be kind of winding down. I might take a nap afterwards. There you go. But you think Duke can get it done? I think they will get it done. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. That's what I love to hear. Well, Dustin, thank you as always for coming on the podcast. It's good to hear you uh, here on the show. Follow Dustin on Twitter at Dustin underscore shoe. And uh, let's do it again next week. What do you say, my friend? Anytime. All right. That's my pal Dustin Shoe joining us here on Lockdown Blue Devils. Thank you as always for your support of the program. Find us on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. I'm on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. That's going to do it for today's show. As always, go Duke. I'll talk to you soon. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you and good day. Good day.